right, so uh, we're in the middle of a, another holiday weekend. Many people look forward to these holidays because they get an extra day off work. And we're going to talk about that four-letter word today here in church, work, W-R-O-K. Hard work. And um, let's go to have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to gather in your house once a day. We thank you for this the privilege to be here, Father, to be able to speak your word. I ask you to take our hearts and minds, Father, to open them up to receive it. Just take myself out of the way, Father, and let your true message shine through the day. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. And, um, let's see here. I had this all planned out, and then I was kind of changing it up a little bit. So uh, let's, uh, let's start out in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. We'll start in verse 7. Give you a second. You want to turn there? A little something to think about as we go through this lesson today. 2 Thessalonians 3 and 7. For yourselves know ye ought to follow us, where we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither do we eat any man's bread, for not that wrong with labor and travel night and day, that we may not be charged to any of you. Not because we have not power, but we make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. For even this, we are with you, and we command that for any of you not work, neither you should eat. For we hear that we are some that walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but our busy bodies. Hard work. So, uh... Let's have a go with, with a quick little history lesson here about how things used to be. And uh, in the older times when farming and things like that was uh, more of the norm than they are now, oftentimes we had families that would live together. We'd have generations, grandparents, parents, and the children, because they would work together as a unit. The Older ones taking care of the younger ones, and when the time comes, the younger ones taking care of the older ones. The farm was a busy place. There was lots of things going on. It took many hands to keep things up and running. So we'd find people flocking together. And then as America started changing from more of an industrial place to more of a land of services, We've seen that people would go off to college, and then they'd come back, and they would go out on their own and start building that American dream. You know, that house, the white picket fence, the 2.5 kids, all the different things that you want in life. And the constant amongst these things is that... To accomplish these things, you had to work for it. And that is one of the things that is the foundation of this country that we live in today, is being able to accomplish that American dream. Because if you are willing to work hard and apply yourself, all these things can come to you. As we go into now these later generations, we've seen a switch. We see that when 
the children go off to college, they sometimes they come back. But not because they're wanting to be a part of something. It's because it's something that's already established. There's nothing that they have to do. They can come home and, and have all the things that's already set up for them without any kind of work. And they're willing to give up things. We see now that the later generations are foregoing things like driver's license and using these different amenities such as Uber and, and public uh, transportation and things like that to accomplish these things and giving up these freedoms. We've seen lately that there is a, a movement not only for the justice, but a movement for in a different direction to wanting to change the reality of what the world is and change it into a completely different direction, a, a push for socialism, a push for communism, where people that have worked hard are to have their things divided up amongst everyone, all because of a lack of wanting to work. Simply now, it's more of a, what can I do? How can I just do it without having to apply myself in any way, shape, or form? And we've talked about any time that we move away from God, we move away from the direction that God wants us to go in, that things go amiss, that things are bad, things are not the way they should, because God has our best interest in mind. God has it set up the way it is best for us. And we've talked about our greatest commodity, which is time. And we talk about things like, like money. You know, we could take a sum of money and we can do one of two things with it. We can spend it. We can use it on things that will last a short period of time that will bring in instant gratification, or we can invest it. We can put it back out there where it will keep working for us and doing things for us. And our time is the same way. We can either waste it, use it for that instant gratification, or we can invest it. God does not want us to sit idly by. And I looked for an example of this. And in the very beginning was the very first man. Genesis 2 and 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And then in 19 and 20, Genesis 2. And out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever ever called every living thing, the creature, that was the name therein. God also, he made Adam a helper, a help meet. Now you only need a helper if you're doing something. So here we are, we have man and then woman in this perfect environment where everything was provided for them and yet he still had work to do. 
Man had work to do. He was to dress and keep the garden. He had an assignment of naming all of these animals. And he had his helper. And I could just see how that would go. He would be like, Eve, what did I call that four-legged thing again? Because that's a lot to remember. That was a lot of work. That was a big undertaking. We are not meant to sit idle. So, why, why doesn't these, these ideas work? Why shouldn't everything be equal? Why shouldn't everything just be divided equally the way that, that some people think they should? Well, first of all, we see that, that nations that adopt this kind of thinking collapse, that they fail. It doesn't work. But it's more to it than that. See, uh, if we were just to be given, given something, just because you have a large sum of money, that doesn't make you rich. It's what you do with it and how you apply it. And the example of this is that 70% of lottery winners wind up bankrupt within the first five years of winning the lottery. Seventy percent. That's like one in three. Go bankrupt. Have less than what they started with after winning this fortune. And why is that? It doesn't matter how much money you have. You can be given billions, and if it's not properly managed, it will dwindle away to nothing. And we look at the people that operate in that 1%, that occupy the millions and the billions. We look at uh, the, the stars of Shark Tank. In every, uh, every episode, they do a recap about each one of these persons and how they started. And you know, not the first one of them say, well, my dad handed me a million dollar company and I took it over and here I am today. No, each and every one of them started with an idea. And they took that and through hard work and dedication and smart decisions, they was able to build that up into an empire to the point that they are able to help others today. Hard work. Let me ask you all a question. Anybody out here today, would you like to lose some weight? Anybody want to lose some weight? Okay. And, uh, I probably could ask that anywhere. I could go into Walmart. I could go out there in the parking lot somewhere. I could go into Publix. I could go any of these places. I could ask that and you'd see hands shoot up all over the place. Because this is a problem that we struggle with here. Because we have a relatively 
availability of food, and it's good. So we all could use some weight, lose some weight. But why is it that it's so hard to lose weight? You ever notice how many diet pills, how many different diets they are on the market, how everybody's trying to, to cash in on that? Because everybody's looking for an easy way to do it. Because the fact is that losing weight is hard work. But, 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 despite it being hard, it is something that each and every one of us can do. There is no reason that any of us can't do it. Because it's a very simple concept. Take in less calories than you're using. So we control what we eat. And that's simply watching what you put in your mouth. And exercise. And we're all at the point that we can do something. If you have to just sit in your chair with a five pound weight lifted above your head, that is something you can do. We all have something that we can do. But yet... Most of the percentage of America is overweight because it is hard. We tend to shy away from hard work. We want the easy way out. That's why we're willing to spend the money. We are willing to try that pill. We're willing to buy that book, try that diet, do what the next best thing is because we want it fast we want it now, and we want it easy. Phone rings all the time. And they got these cool new little filters now they put on your phones that says potential spam, potential scam. All these different things, all these fraudulent calls of people trying to get money. Trying to get that easy money. They still have letters from the Nigerian prince that wants to give you a million dollars if you'll just help him out. They call up and say that you've won a sweepstakes that you've never entered for, and your free car is waiting. And every single day thousands of people are falling for these scams why because it's easy money it's something we can get for nothing all we have to do is believe you know if we could get the kind of belief that we have in these situations if people would believe in God as strong as they believe in that lottery ticket they buy every week, then we could see some real change. We've talked about that before, that, you know, lottery is a man-made thing. God's not going to bless you with a winning lottery ticket. That's not the way he operates. But people believe week after week 
that this piece of paper is going to change their life. And then we turn around and see the ones that happen to look up and do that 70% of them are going to wind up in a worse situation than they were because they can't properly manage money. It makes a big difference when we work for something. You know, we see lots of examples. Abraham, King David, King Saul before he lost his way. Solomon, before he lost his way. They had great power. They had great wealth. They came from humble beginnings. Look at Joseph from the prison to the palace. But the thing is, they was willing to work hard and have obedience to God. Because God is the key to our success. He's not telling us these things for no reason. We build a lot of things through hard work. Appreciation. We build faith. It takes nothing to be able to go and buy a ticket. It takes nothing to be able to hope for the Nigerian prince to come through. But when we have to put all of our faith in a God that the plan that he put upon our heart, that the dream that he put upon us is going to work out and we have to apply ourselves each and every day for it, that we have to pray about it, that we have to keep pushing forward, that takes faith. We see on the news the property damage. We see the cars with the windows busted. We see the buildings that burn. We see all these things. When you know what it's like to put your blood and sweat and tears into something, to take nothing more than an idea and to make it into something, you know what it takes to get there. And you know that that was somebody else's too. And you respect that. We see a, a, a lack of respect for property, for people. And people, when they don't get their way, they throw a tantrum. They want to hurt others. you watch TV, every little bit you're going to see an ad come up. If you had an accident, if you had a slip and fall, if you had medical malpractice, when you drive down the road, you see the big billboards, millions of dollars recovered because it's easy. And the worst part is that you have to have these kind of people because people won't take responsibility for their actions. 
They don't stand up and admit their mistakes. Insurance companies try every way they can to not do what they're intended to do and help the victim. They try to avoid a payout. So we have to do these things. And on the flip side, though, there's people that prey on these situations. They're looking for a way to make money off someone else. When you have a grand idea, there's always someone coming along looking to capitalize on that. Looking to do what you've already proven to be successful. Try to piggyback on your hard work. God wants us to work hard. We have another lifetime that's going to be different than this one. And there's going to be things to do there as well. You know, if we look at our, our children, we want to see them doing productive things. We want them to grow up into productive members of society. We want them to be well-educated. That's why we want them to go to school. We want them to be successful. God wants the same things for us. We are all his sons and daughters. We are his children. He wants us to be the best that we can be. And sitting idle, trying to take the easy way out, and avoiding hard work is not that. Everything that we do in life, everything that is worthwhile, takes effort. You've heard the expression, you get what you pay for. You also, you get what you put in. And that is true in every aspect of life. The more that we apply ourselves and put into something, whether it be our lives, our business, our church, our personal growth, the more we put into it, the more percentage that we give to it, the better, the stronger it's going to be. God has set the example. Six days, he worked. He created. And on the seventh day, he rests. There is a balance in everything. There is a balance to life. It all can't be fun and games. It all can't be wait for someone else to do it. Let someone else take care of it. We all have our parts to do. Back again, we go back to unity. We are all part of the family of God. All part of a system. All important. All have a role. We can't sit back idly and let everyone else their part. Imagine a boat 
rowing, rowing, rowing. Everyone has a row. But what if one side suddenly stops? All you're going to do is go around in circles. And that's what we're doing today. We're going around in circles. And that circle is the drain. We look at things and it looks like it's, well, it's the time to give up. No, it's the time to stand up. It's time to roll up our sleeves and it's time to get to work. Bow with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, Father, to, to hear your word today. Father, we ask you to give us the strength, Father, to stand up. The strength to be able to accomplish what we need to accomplish, Father. The guidance and direction to know what we need to accomplish, Father. We ask for... The wisdom, Father, of what our purpose is. Give us direction. We ask you to give us strength, Father. We ask you to, to be able to separate us from the world, Father, and be able to follow your example and to shut off all the other distractions that the world brings. Shut off the distractions, Father, of what Satan's whispering in our ear and telling us to do, Father, that's wrong. We ask for a revival and a, and a revolution, Father, of things to, to change for an impact, Father, for each and every one of us. For decisions to be made, Father. For commitments to be made. For church, Father, to turn over to you, Father. To turn your life, our lives around, to make differences, Father. To be an example, to shine the light, Father, and to close out the darkness. We ask whatever the need is today, Father, that people will move today, move their feet, Father. The chains will be broken. Come forward, Father, and do whatever needs to be done. And they won't leave in the same way. Way, Father, they started this morning. We ask these things in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen.